All right, it's draft season. The redrafters are coming out of the woodworks and we are beginning those redraft leagues once again. And some of you are losing your leagues at the draft because of one simple yet crucial key that you're missing out on. This is episode three of the Big Game Theory Podcast. My name is Evan Ronda. I'm your host. Today, I want to enlighten you, explain a new concept for you called opportunity cost, and I will break it down for you in today's episode. So I'll start off by defining opportunity cost. So opportunity cost is defined as the loss of potential gain from other alternatives when one alternative is chosen. So simply put, it's whenever you make a draft pick, you're not simply gaining the value of the player that you take at that draft pick. You're losing out on the potential value you could have gained from the players that you missed out on between that pick and your next pick. And it compiles throughout your entire draft. So the higher the pick, the more opportunity cost. And every time you make a pick, you're making a choice. You're making an assessment of which player is worth more to you than the players you're missing out on. And a lot of times, a lot of managers make the wrong call. They make unwise decisions. So hopefully I haven't scared you off yet. Hopefully there's still time for me to help you out and help you learn a little bit. So I'm going to try and explain it with some examples today. So, like I said earlier, it's redraft season, and a couple of my friends who actually have lives and do things in the offseason are finally coming back to do some redraft leagues. I know, crazy. Imagine spending your entire offseason studying fantasy football. Who would ever do such a thing? But they were telling me, basically, about how their drafts have gone so far and some things they're really excited about, and I've heard from a couple people about how excited they are that they got Patrick Mahomes in the first round of their draft. Oh my gosh, he was still there in the first round later on, and I couldn't help but exhale a bit of a sigh as I realized there is still much more work that needs to be done in educating the fantasy industry. But, right, a lot of us veterans are like, obviously, Patrick Mahomes in the first round is a pretty bad idea, unless you're in a super flex league, but unfortunately for my friend, they were not. So, why though like why is that why is that wrong i think a lot of us know that it's wrong but we don't necessarily know why and the reason why is because of opportunity cost as well as supply and demand but i'll get into that in a future episode and basically the opportunity cost here is not the fact that you got patrick mahomes for your team because he's a great quarterback it's the fact that you missed out on all of the other elite wide receivers running backs and tight ends that were available that you no longer have the chance to take because you took Patrick Mahomes instead. And there's also, of course, the fact that in 15 rounds, you can get a quarterback that will score less points than Patrick Mahomes, sure, but the gap between those two players will be significantly smaller than the gap between flex players, so wide receivers, running backs, and tight ends at the first round compared to the ones you can get in like the 15th round 
and that's a little bit of an opportunity cost evaluation. But again, the key here is not who you got, but who you missed out on. And it doesn't just happen for quarterbacks. It can happen for running backs as well. So, you know, I, I think I see a lot of in the second or third rounds of these standard 12-team leagues, a lot of people are scrambling to get their to get their running backs. Oh my gosh, the running back position is drying up so quickly. I need to make sure I don't miss out on getting a starter RB1 for my team. So I'm just going to grab the best guy there on the board. And that comes with some dire consequences because while you were in a scramble to grab that running back in the third round or so, you missed out on some elite wide receiver talent there instead. You're missing out on better players because you're drafting from a position of kind of freaking out. And again, that's an opportunity cost evaluation. The advantage you'll gain from having an elite wide receiver on your team is much greater than the advantage you think you'll gain from trying not to fall behind in the running back room. And I know that there is a lot more data, a lot more analysis, and a lot more detail that really needs to go in here to fully explain all of this. And there are other fantasy uh, content creators that have really broken that down, but I'm going to try and keep this as simple as possible, simply so that I can get the information out there. And then if you need more information, I can guide you to the right choice. I can kind of guide you to those um, content creators that will really help break it down even farther. Or I can explain it to you myself. Another good example would be wide receivers. Maybe you went running back heavy early in the draft, and now you're like, oh, well, I need some wide receivers now and I'm kind of in the mid to late rounds and I'll try and shoot for some upside for some of these guys and unfortunately they rarely pan out and while you're scrambling to try and find some wide receivers you're actually missing out on those positions that hit at a much higher rate those running backs or at least relatively speaking I think some data depending on the league format you're in might differ but the key here is that you missed out on something because you took something else instead. And by missing out, you forced your hand to do something else later on, and that something else might also be suboptimal. Or for our IDP players out there, right? Maybe there's a person in your league, and maybe you're that person in your league who's like, shoot, there are so many good IDP players on the board right now. Why don't I just take one? Why don't I just lock it up and get the best one available? Nobody else is taking them. And you're not technically wrong, but again, the key here is, what are you missing out on by making that decision? Because in between that pick and your next pick, I would bet that a lot more really solid offensive players are gone, and probably not that many IDP assets. And so you could probably get a almost, or at least marginally as good, asset by waiting a bit. But the drop-off in offense is going to be much more substantial. So there are so many different ways that you can view the opportunity cost concept and so many different ways that you can utilize your knowledge of that concept in your drafts. But I think that introducing it to you guys and allowing you to at least have it kind of percolate in your minds as you are going into your drafts will at least help you in some way. And I can build on that concept on future episodes. So that's all I have for you today. It's a bit of a shorter one. But I, again, like I said earlier, wanted to make sure that I got that content out for you as quickly as possible because it is draft season. So if you have questions regarding today's episode or previous episodes or future episodes or anything at all, really, reach out to me, please. I would love to discuss fantasy football. I'm a huge fantasy nerd. 
in case that wasn't evident enough. And no question is too big or too small for me to want to discuss with you. So uh, reach out on Twitter. I'm at BGTEvan. On Instagram, I'm at Big Game Theory. That was overly concise. I hope you picked that up. Um, but honestly, I would love to talk fantasy with you. Reach out. Let's have a conversation about something. And until next time, thanks for listening. <laughs>